It's the Mina's House Podcast, episode 226. I don't know what's going on with my computer. I can't even see you guys, but I'm going to trust that we are live. <laughs> I'm Mina, say what? Garnett Briscoe. Next Stucky. And Shayna, maybe, hopefully, will be joining us soon. Oh, now I can see you guys. Yay. Uh, we do stream live on YouTube. If you want to find us and see our facial expressions, it's on uh, Mina's House Pod on YouTube. And then, of course, we're on all the streaming platforms as well. Okay. So I apologize for last week, guys. I could not come on because I was actually in L.A., for the BET Awards for like the big broadcast. So every year they do broadcasts from LA, like leading up to the award show. And for the past two years, they obviously had to cancel it because of the pandemic. So this was like the first year back and I am seven months pregnant and there was no way I was missing it because we had not been there for seven, for not for seven years. We had not been there for two years. So I was out there and you know, now I'm back. Yeah. back to regular, <laughs> regular business. <laughs> you was out there being a superstar. You 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 got a chance to sit down with uh, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what, Dexter? I thought about you when I was talking to Jesse because I'm like, Jess, it's hard to be on your side because people come for you. And he was just like really appreciative. He was like, thank you. And I was like, look, I don't know what happened. All I know is I know your character. And sometimes like that's a fault of mine. Like I, I I rely heavily on people's character. If I know your character is not, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. that, then I'm going to believe what you have to say because I know your character is not that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just how I always felt about this situation, regardless of the evidence or whatever. I just felt like character wise, he's not going to be someone to make these elaborate for what? It just made no logical sense to me. Like he's on top of the world. He's on the biggest show. I don't want to go rewind, but logically it just made no sense to me in my head. So we had that conversation and he was like, look, it is what it is. You know, now everything's about moving forward and he's working on some projects. Good for him. Good for him. He's a legend now. No one's had, no one's ever been like accused of that. Like, are they like not celebrities? Right. Like, that's like that's false, what was his accusation? I, can't, I I don't aggravated well, assault. Falsifying a hate crime or something? Yeah, it was it was something crazy. Yeah, that's yeah yeah something, something that he did. He's he's in good spirits. I'm Look, I would imagine so. You he literally is on the red carpet of the BET Awards, and nobody's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Everybody's like, "Oh, hey, buddy, sit down with us. Let's talk to you." <laughs> like, okay, are we gonna pretend like this didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so what? He's supposed to be blackballed for the rest of his life? Like, I mean, at least take the rest of the year off. Like, it's still kind of fresh. <laughs> that's the thing. He feels like this has been looming over him, and it's taken away like acting jobs. So obviously you still have to make a living, you know, you're not on empire. You're not getting acting jobs. So he feels like throughout this time, he's been trying to get things off the ground, his own projects and people have been giving him a hard time. He just wants to get back to work and focus on, you know, making his money. And it's like, are are we going to harp on this? I mean, the man served this time. He was in jail for a week. Okay. <laughs> that's, 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 that's it. 
<laughs> right? Wasn't he there for three days or something like that? Three, four days. <laughs> she said she said he is no longer a threat to society. He, he served, served his, his time. He better have learned his lesson. Don't do no stuff like that again. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. All right, let's hop into someone else serving time. Art Kelly, big news. 30 years. Um I just I'm I hope this goes away. I just <laughs> I, I feel like we've been talking about R. Kelly for years. I just hope this they I heard that they they plan on appealing it because they didn't anticipate they anticipated some jail time from what I read, his attorney. However, they didn't anticipate 30 years. So I'm hearing that they're gonna try to appeal the actual sentencing uh because he was sentenced on sex trafficking and racketeering. And I believe according to his attorney, they believe that the racketeering charge you know shouldn't have shouldn't have been there in the first place i i just want this to like okay he got sentenced do your time bro and i i just want to move on from he- hearing or reading about this how do you guys feel about it oh man if i mean shoot if he was literally doing all of this i mean i i, I get it i get it i mean um how how old is he but like he's in his 50s right he's in his 50s. 50s, yeah i think they say yeah i think he's 55 so essentially i mean he's spending the rest of his life in jail so at, at this point i think that's all that they're fighting for that's why you know they they um you know are going to try to appeal to see if he can come out and get 15 maybe 20 years because at, at 85 man it's pretty you it can happen but it's, it's pretty much over at that point so i mean if if these things are true, then yeah, I mean, why why shouldn't you be sentenced to thirty years? Why shouldn't you be sentenced to fifty years? Why shouldn't you be sentenced to life? If all of these cases are true and they are underage and you are doing these heinous things to them and holding them against their will away from their family, that's not you know that's the type of stuff that don't need to be in society. So. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the argument of twenty versus thirty years like. 75 versus 85 like it's still it's right. still old like I, I don't understand why fight for that I, I don't I don't get it well it, it, it may be depending on maybe he can serve a certain amount of that percentage so maybe he's sentenced to 20 years but maybe eligible for parole or something maybe after 12 or 15 I so think they it, say you have to serve 85 percent of the sentence from what I read I was reading right. the New York Times right so I mean 20 loose it lightens it up a little bit you know a little bit more rather 30 is you know he's pretty much out of here you know you can't expect him to survive that at the end of the day and i don't like that you keep saying if the answer is since since this happened (laughs) since he did these things since this took place um but the thing is like this is only one trial this was only one of them he has other trials coming up in other states like you're never getting out of jail big dog like it's over for you like we're not gonna even worry about it no more how you said you want this to go away it's gone you're never getting out of jail like you whatever you did to these girls since you did these things to these girls, you're never going to get out of jail. Somebody's going to do this up to you. Like, it's over for you. It's a done deal. The only thing I will say, though, and I think this case is a really big, um, like, example of it, is that we have no type of, like, 
You know, jail, when your people go to jail, they're supposed to go to the jail. And the purpose of jail is to re- rehabilitate them, to make them eligible to come back into society. I feel like the reasoning that R. Kelly is going to jail, like, is, is mostly because he's like a celebrity. I, I don't think there's any intention on rehabilitating this man. Like, they're not trying to do that. They're just trying to hold him there. And I think that that's an injustice. I don't think, I don't think that he's right by any means or any stretch of the imagination. But, like, let's do what we're supposed to do though if he's in jail he should be getting help for the reason that he's in there he shouldn't just be in there just to be in there so to 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 counter that i would say this i mean that's what anybody not just his case or anything like anything like that i have family members that clearly if you're in there for a certain force for a reason at all and you have to be in these inhumane conditions get treated a certain way you should have the option or the freedom or the liberty actually should be mandatory to go see someone that goes for everybody. They don't have to go see therapy. So I saw even in that, right. It's like you, you technically, when you're in prison, something has to be wrong with you, but something's pretty much wrong with everybody in there. Maybe not, you know, have a condition, but to that, to be able to survive in such like I said, inhumane conditions, you are going to be a little to the left, no, no matter how normal you may seem. And they, they, they don't have the freedom for that. So, you know, him, he may move around like he's regular. So he's not obligated to get rehabilitated as far as seeing a therapist every time he wants to go. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I, I agree with what you're saying, whereas like, the, and this is like a conversation about prison in general, like what's the point of prison, right? So I get what you're saying. And, you know, that's why prisons did start. It was a it was supposed to start as a way to rehabilitate people. But to be honest, some people can't be rehabilitated. And I'll be damned if you waste my taxpayer money paying for a therapist to talk to someone that's not going to get better. I mean, this man isn't even admitting that he did anything wrong. He's still saying I was innocent. If you think it's okay to pee on underage girls i don't know what's going on in your head <laughs> like i don't care if their parents dropped them off i don't care if like i it's like he makes excuses for his behavior sometimes when when like I've, even the gail king interview i don't i don't think people like him can be rehabilitated and people that can't be rehabilitated need to stay in jail because they're a danger to other people Damn, I stumped y'all. Uh, no, I, I, I was waiting on text. No, I'm just like, saying, like, have you ever heard him take accountability for anything that he's done? Like, he's always maintained his innocence. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. But I think that's understandable that he doesn't think he's did, done anything wrong because, like, one of the big things that his his team was arguing is that, like, he does these things and he thinks that this is natural and okay because it happened to him, like, throughout his childhood. So, like, if the, certain things are, like, seemingly normal to you, like, you're not going to think you did anything wrong. Like, us having this conversation, like, we know not to curse each other out because that's wrong, but some people were raised like that and they think that cursing is the right way to get your point across. I'm not saying that he's innocent at all because he's not but at the same time they're like i would be okay with my taxpayer money actually going to because right now we're paying taxes and it's going to these jail cells and like for what though like like what exactly are we paying for them just to stay there i would rather you put the money that i'm giving you the 20 dollars that you're taking out of my paycheck i would rather you i would rather you like give this man give these people like therapy like even if they never get out of jail even if they're in jail for the rest of their life 
I feel like as a country, as Americans, like we should definitely be doing the best we can to like help people out, to let people know the error of their ways. And then also that would create more jobs too, because you're actually putting counselors in, in prisons. Look, I get it. I, I would love for it to work. I just I just think some people can be re- rehabilitated and some people cannot. And it really comes down to the depth of their trauma you know, their willingness to also work on themselves. It's kind of like a drug addict, right? Like if you don't think you have a problem, you're never going to fully recover. You're never really going to fully fix yourself. So it's like a lot of it is like, yeah, I can try to help you. I can try to like rehabilitate you, but how much of it do you want for yourself? And a lot of that is that, you know, like, and some people, unfortunately, because of life, because of the life that they lived or their childhood, they cannot see what's wrong in their actions because their, their, their trauma is so deep, you know? So it's like, I, so I, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, well, these, you just got to stay in jail because we can't fix you. We can't do anything. I had a stalker one day. Remember I told you about my stalker? in and out of mental facilities in and out of jail it's like it's not like he doesn't have he didn't have the resources it's clearly there that there he's in and out of these mental facilities but something's not happening you know something's not working so we'll see what happens there though but that's a good point dexter he does have other cases pending and we'll see how they maybe he can serve them concurrently and i don't know how that's gonna work yeah i think that's what you know because if you're worrying about years and you have to add them up then he's probably smoked anyway right but that's what they're going to try to yeah that's what they're going to try to do just have them running concurrent so if the first one gets 30 that be the next one like you kind of have to start at 30 at that point so i think that's why they're trying to bring it down because if this one starts at 30. The second one could be 40, 50, 60 years. You know, there's no telling because that's now that's the new starting point. So that's so a quick question. Also, like, what do what do we do with all this leftover music that it like is, is out here by R. Kelly? Like, what do we Sir, do? That's what you worried about. <laughs> I mean, no, I was worried about that. But that's still a question, too, because, you know, it was everybody The you know, we had to, I guess, boycott in order to get him arrested with the documentary and you know now he is sentenced so it's like is it job well done go ahead and do your thing listen to Kelly and peace that's what you care about i think honestly i think that's a really good point and honestly i feel like the boycott is inappropriate and i think that radio stations that are a part of it are like wrong I'm sorry. I don't want to hear his music. It disturbs me. Like, it doesn't matter. Though. I just, it, it doesn't I, matter. It, like really what? Bo- it bothers me to hear uh, hear his music. And then like you start analyzing the lyrics, and you're like, "Ew!" It's no, like I it's can't either. I can't hear the songs and 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 not un unthink what I ever already think about him. I was the same way. Like I like I, I don't want to hear any of his music. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Like I won't listen to his music if they put an album out of his stuff. I won't buy it. I won't stream it. But I don't think that we, and this goes into other conversations that I know we're going to have tonight too, I don't think that we should be taking away other people's opportunity to stuff. Like, like we don't have to listen to it. We don't have to buy it. But if somebody wants it, 
they should be allowed to do that. I mean, the man's already in jail, so if there's any money that's being collected, it's not like he can go out there and do anything crazy with it. So, like, like why are we doing this? It just feels like punishment at this point. And, like, I don't think we should be taking that away from people. Like, we should, like, sure, initially, I know we needed to do that because it was one of those things where, like, he was a risk. Like, he would get this money, he would probably go overseas somewhere. But now he's in jail. So, like, why are we, why are we doing this at this point now? It just feels, like, petty. But do you know anybody who really cares about his music that much that they can't live without yeah. it? You know, like, so many <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it's so many people that like, like outside of the courthouse today, like there were so many people saying like, these girls are lying. Like they're still convinced that these girls are lying and all this stuff. People be saying, if this happened, people want to listen to R. Kelly's music. They care about, our, I'm telling you, they really do still care about R. Kelly. Look, DJ still got like R. Kelly sets. It may not be all of them. But they definitely got some sets at the end of the night. Look, I, if, I mean, to each his own, bro. Like, <laughs> but, but see, but if see, you they can't don't go, and if, you, if you need R. Kelly's music that much, I don't know what's going on with you, man. <laughs> it's like, out of all the music out here, that's the music you can't live without. <laughs> <laughs> the music written, music, a lot of it probably about underage girls that's the music you can't live without okay <laughs> not kirk franklin <laughs> not any gospel music r kelly is the music you can't live without oh i think that's a song with kirk franklin though oh my goodness <laughs> fix it all right so there's a big conversation about women and their right to have abortions uh, the the big you know uh, Roe versus Wade Supreme Court uh, case was overturned, and now it's illegal in certain states to have abortion. So this is causing like just a cluster f, uh, like of it's like a av- avalanche right now. It's like well, if you need an abortion, where do you go? You have to travel. <laughs> so so people are like paying for trap people women to go get abortions you know um i heard vasectomies are up like men just you know snipping their tool they just because it's like you can't go get an abortion anymore so it's like okay let me just snip myself and then plan b has been flying off the shelf which i don't know if you remember but during the pandemic it was hard to get plan b because they you know they were having issues like in importing it and now people are buying up like tons of plan b why can't people just use condoms (laughs) i'm like what i i'm baffled i don't like that they're telling women what to do with their bodies because there's rape there's incest you know there's so many different things people get drugged you know there's so many horrible traumatic things that happen to women that might cause them to get pregnant and they should have that option right and that's what scares me about some of these states there's not anything that says hey if you were x y and z you're allowed to get an abortion it's just like no never right but it's like what there's no way to prove that like there's no way to prove that like you're getting an abortion because of an actual reason or because you just simply want one. That's the reason why this really shouldn't be a conversation. Like, why are we, like, if you don't know how I got pregnant, how are you going to tell me what I should do with the unborn fetus that I have? Like, you don't know what happened to me. And essentially you're telling me that you don't care what happened to me. Right. But there's like, there's, it's just a trickle down effect. <laughs> so, what, what do you think? I mean, I think we can all agree that this is wrong, right? 
Yeah, or I don't, do we I, have any Kimberly Elises here? I, I don't. I mean, who am I to tell a woman how to conduct her body? Like, I can't. I can't really speak on that. What I will speak on though is like, come on, man, are you serious? Like, you've had sex without a condom and sex with a condom. Which one feels better? Which one is more enticing? Like, come well, on. Well, that's well, why it's so hard for people to wear a damn condom. But it's like, okay, then use birth control. I, that's that's what I don't get. This whole I'ma go and rack up on the plan B. I'ma go get a vasectomy. Like, y'all really can't get birth control. Like, I that's the part I can't wrap my head around the fact that this is the outcome of that, right? I, I believe women should have the right to have an abortion and do whatever they want. Obviously, I, I think it needs to be limited as to when you can have an abortion. I don't think you should be able to have one at four months or five months, you know, when this is like a developed child, right? I do think that. But um, but like, I, I do think that in the early stages that women should have the right to choose what they're going to do. But I don't understand this. I'm going to buy a plan B. I'm going to get a vasectomy. <laughs> just, just use birth control. <laughs> they don't want no risk. <laughs> no, no risk at all. But no, the, the vasectomy thing is kind of wild, though, because they just overturned this on Friday. Today is Wednesday. So you mean to tell me you heard that news and you said, get the doctor on the phone now. <laughs> like, we got to make a call. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, it ain't no coming back from that. Even with the Plan B stuff, you heard this on Friday. So that means as soon as you heard this Friday in the afternoon, you spent your weekend going to different stores picking up Plan B tests. Like, what is wrong with y'all? I don't <laughs> understand. That's the part I don't understand. Like, what I I, I haven't seen a, an article that says birth control flying off the shelves. People <laughs> buying condoms. People, you know, buy, ordering extra birth control. That's what I don't get. The response to the it's like irresponsible. I think <laughs> like the response to this is severely irresponsible. Y'all just gonna be popping Plan Bs. It clearly says on the back of the box, you're not supposed to take this as birth control. It's supposed to be emergency contraception. But And I will say, though, like like seeing this kind of stuff, though, kind of proves the point of, let's say, conservatives. Like a lot of people say that people use abortions as a form of birth control. And if you see like how people are acting now, like they're getting vasectomies and they're buying a plan B's. It seems as if like you're just doing anything to not get pregnant, except for like abstain from having sex, using condoms, using birth control. Like those aren't things that are happening. It's like all this other like cheating stuff, to be honest with you. Like a plan B is like a, it's like a cheat, right? Yeah. Like it's like you're doing all those things instead of like being responsible with it. And like, I know conservatives usually use like religion or whatever, but like for me, I think about responsibility. And I do think a lot of people who like get abortions obviously for whatever reason they do it for and that's their business but using an abortion as a, a form of contraception is problematic to me yeah i i agree i agree with that i mean i still think people have the right to choose the only thing i've ever thought about abortion honestly is just when do you do it i think like having an abortion at two months is very different than having it at four or five months you know because now this is like a developed you know, fetus. That's the only thing I've really conflicted with, like the timing of when, you know, when to do it. Like, when is it a ball of cells versus when is it an actual child that you're carrying? But I do think that, so if anything, I if anything were to change, I would be okay with that, like setting a limit. But I, I'm not okay with completely saying no, nothing. 
yeah. you know, because there are extenuating circumstances. But yeah, out here buying Pam Bees. How about you just buy some birth control? Jesus. Or just use the hand. Use the hand. Yeah. Use okay, hand. Dexter. Use your hand, use your fingers. Like do it yourself. Like I don't get it. Like <laughs> oral sex. Like don't you sound like, like my mother, Dexter. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, 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 like I understand. We all like to have sex, whatever, but like, is it really that serious where yeah. we're like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, it is. It's people, just way too, people are way too horny for my liking. Like it's it's a little out of control. Like y'all are crazy. It's that serious. It is. That's why this is happening. People listen. People like raw sex next year. That's, like, that's, that's, that's what they live for. That's why it's a lot going on outside other just other than just pregnancy, right? What if that and was guess what? And guess what? Plan B Plan B and vasectomies, they don't help you with STDs and stuff right. like that. They don't they don't cure that. They don't, they prevent don't care that. about that. They got shots out here, they got pills. Okay, you get something on you you get something on you can't get off. Like I'm scared at the repercussions of this. Like how many more women are gonna get pregnant? You know, I don't think people's irresponsible habits are going to change. It's clear. I mean, this happened and, and people aren't out here buying birth control. They're out here buying plan B's and getting vasectomies. Like the irresponsibility of, of you know, just I'm just going to have sex and not think about the repercussions. It's just it's still there. I'm worried about what happens now. You know, like and then there'll people, be a bunch of people having kids that they're not willing. Hello, that's that's like, my thing cool. with this with this. Like if someone's having an abortion, they're not ready to raise that child. Now you're going to force these people who really probably shouldn't be having children, period right to have these kids like what's this going to do to the foster care system to the homelessness you know all the the kids being raised without dads and moms it's like i'm scared of that part people that don't want to have these children being forced to have these children they have no business having these children good point yeah this is not a good idea and it's a slippery slope we'll see what happens okay um all right so young miami and diddy this was actually a topic of conversation. So Diddy has said that he's casually dating young Miami, but he's still single. So he's been very clear about what their relationship is. She's made it very clear that she's interested in him, even kind of fishing a little bit, saying that she wants twins and she heard that he, you know, pumps out a lot of twins and stuff like that. So, um, so BT award happens. He's getting his lifetime achievement award. She's trying to secure the bag by g- having some t- twins by him makes the sign. He's on the stage <laughs> and literally performing a song about his ex and then talking about his ex. So I wanted to talk about that because I kind of felt bad for young Miami. People were making fun of her, but I kind of <laughs> felt bad for her. She don't care. That's the thing. She she doesn't care. Like she doesn't care at all. And we and I know she doesn't care because remember a couple of weeks ago on the show we were talking about how she was going back and forth with another girl who said that she was dating Diddy too. She don't care. Like this girl does not care. Like you knew exactly what you were doing. Like you knew exactly you know exactly what you're doing. And even when you asked him on your show, you said um, she said to him like, "Do we go together?" And he was like. I don't know, or like, no, essentially. And then she confirmed that they do, but he never did. So it's kind of like, 
you're delusional if you think that y'all go together, but I genuinely think that she doesn't care. She's just doing this because she wants the attention. And another thing people were saying is that like he thanked Cassie and that was like a slap in the face to young Miami. But I don't think it was though, because like Diddy and Cassie were whatever they were for quite some time. And and just imagine the things that he might have might have gone through in his life while he was with her. So like she really was someone that like, yes, the relationship is done. They probably have no interest in each other, but the girl was like a good foundation for him for a while. So I think it was understandable why he thanked her. I mean, Diddy gonna be Diddy. <laughs> time has told us that he's not changing for a woman. He's not changing for a man. He's not changing for his kids. He's he will be him no matter what. He's going to be around a flock of women. Um, you know, I agree with you, Dex. I feel like she's just in it to have fun. Yeah, you know, she she looking to be one of them baby moms too that's set forever. She's around seeing that. You know, get your own mansion. You know, get your get your stuff paid for. Come to the big group. You know, Thanksgiving dinners and Christmas dinners with you know all of the kids, all of the moms, and you know all of the family. So yeah, she she out here. Remember, she she come from humble beginnings. So she's it's she's winning right now. No, no matter what. Yeah. yeah, she's winning no matter what. But uh, yeah, I mean, and then to uh, just go from what you know, Diddy. I mean. I think just in relationships, we have to be able to be open and honest. We have to be able to be thankful for some of the situations that we've been through. So, you know, if you're getting a lifetime achievement award, that's just not in a moment right now. That gives you thoughts, that gives you back memories. You know, like Dex said, maybe it was a point in time in life where he had to get through something and guess who was standing there next to him? Guess who he had to, you know, some conversations with? Um, you know, with with Cassie, I'm, I'm sure of it. So, I mean, we have to start, you know, stop being so angry that, you know, an ex is being spoken about in a good light because without that, you wouldn't be dating this person right now. You know, this yeah. wouldn't be the person that's doing better without those trials and tribulations. So a simple thank you or a shout out, I don't think that's a slap in the face. I think that's really like growth on his part to be able to just see it for what it is. Um, so my look on it yeah i mean i i thought i thought i just thought it was a little like they were coming at her like you're so dumb you're out here holding a sign and he's out here shouting another girl like what are you doing da, da, da. but i think in general like they're not in a relationship right she did look stupid holding that sign though i won't she did look dumb <laughs> like, no but my whole thing is to me it seemed like a joke a little bit like she was joking around but like i don't i don't see anything wrong with you hanging out with someone he clearly still has some unresolved feelings about i mean kim porter passed away you know cassie left him so this is not a man that's going to jump into a relationship right i don't think there's anything wrong with her just being around and being supportive even if it's just like friendship you know what i'm saying like i don't know if it's sexual between them or not but it's like in general, like what's wrong with you knowing that the man that you're hanging out with isn't ready for a committed relationship? I don't think there's anything wrong if you're in that space in your life for you to just be around and just be a friend to that person or hang out. Maybe you have a really good time and we're joking around. I'm gonna hold up your sign, you know, to show you I support you. I, I just thought it was like the internet kind of jumped on her. Like, and it's like, come on, man. It, like they're not in a relationship. He's never claimed her. 
you know? And it's like, if she wants to be around and be supportive to him and they just want to have fun and have a good time and joke and laugh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, yeah. it would be different if she was like, that's my man and da, 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 da. But like, he's very clear, like, I'm not with you. So him shouting out another woman is probably the reason why he's not with her to, be to begin with, because he has unresolved feelings about his other relationship. Mm -hmm. So she wants to hang out and wait. That's on her. That's a personal decision. You know, me, That's fine. That's I'm, fine. I'm not doing it. But it's like, if you want to hang out and, and just be this platonic, we hang out, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. She's supporting him. He's getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Clap. Just clap. But don't hold no sign. Don't do that no more. Uh, no? Hold the sign. You're going chair, chair. That's right. Yeah, what happened to the support? This is a Lifetime I'm, Achievement Award look, here. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. But, like, I've seen, like, people who are married get Lifetime Achievement Awards and, and their partner, good job, good job. You're doing the most. <laughs> like, you're doing the most. Like, He's trying oh. to secure the bag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this because... um. My man, um, my man was having a conversation about this and I don't, I don't know where it stems from. Maybe you guys do, but, um, the, the conversation was about basically, should you have to buy things for your child's siblings? So okay. where this stems from though, there's a video, it's a, this viral video on social media where a guy is coming to like his baby mother's house and he has McDonald's and she's like that doesn't look like it's enough for everybody and then he's like oh this is for my son and like they go back and forth about it and she and she's saying to him like why would you come here with just enough for him and not everybody else and like that's kind of where it stems from I don't know how many kids she has but like I right. guess she's the one by him so what so what do you guys think about that? Because we live in a society where literally everybody doesn't have the same parent. And, you know, it, uh, so, you know, some people don't have the same parents and you're raising kids that, you know, have have multiple uh, parents. I mean, what yeah. <laughs> is there is there a responsibility to treat all the kids the same? I mean, the, these are your ki your child's siblings, right? You know, I feel like me and you will be on the same page here. Garnett's going to be different from us. So, Garnett, you start this off. <laughs> oh, man, you put me on. So I listen, I, I, I personally think it's all situational. I think if you are the man at the house, you treat everybody the same. That That's your responsibility if you are the man at the house. Outside of that, I don't think you're obligated to do anything for anybody, but there are some nice suggestions that can be made if you can do it. So maybe, you know, if you have $20 instead of $5, how about you buy a pizza? But you're not obligated to do that every time. Woman, what are you doing? Man in the house, what are you doing? Is there other food in there? Do you have food cooked? You know, like if, if, if they were at school and I wanted to bring my, my child something at school, do I have to do that for, do I have to get all of them out of, the, out of class? Do I have to do that? I don't think that person should have to do that at all. I think, you know, don't take somebody's kindness for weakness in a situation like that. You know, you, you only can see the clip. We don't know what happened before that, and we're not going to know after that. But, yeah, I, I don't think someone, the man that isn't 
in that household should be responsible for every kid that's in that household that may not even be his. You know, it's not like they're all sleeping over his house. It's not like they're at his son's birthday party where he has to feed them. That's not really his obligation. His obligation is to, you know, do something nice for his child. Now, is it going to rub some some of them uh, uh, the wrong way? Maybe. Maybe, but now as a parent, that's up to you to smooth that out. That's up to you to make sure that they all got something to eat, but don't put that on whoever did that, whether that's the mother or the father, you know, I think whoever's in charge of that household, that's your responsibility. Everything else that happens after that, no, because let's say if this was sneakers, let's say if this was Christmas, like people just saying it because it's food, but what if it's something else? What if, what if it's shirts? Do I have to bring $50 shirts for everybody? No. I don't. Um, so I've been arguing about this all week long, like all week long. I don't understand who raised you people. I, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Like y'all, something ain't right with y'all. I'm really serious. Like something's not right with y'all. How do you think it's appropriate for you to co go somewhere? Your child has siblings. You wouldn't want your child treated less than ever in any situation. That's if not less than though, Dex. That, less than, that, that's not less than. It's, hey, look, I'm coming to do this for this person. To me, I don't think that's less that's than. I, I, I don't because the, the way I'm looking at it. No, because I'm I'm obligated for this. Less than is having an obligation of everybody and only doing it for one person. But you I think you, my child. I think if you have a child with someone and that person has other children, I do think that you have an obligation to do for the other child too. Specifically, when you're doing for yours. So, like, it's not. I, I just wouldn't. I would never want to be in a situation where there's three kids there and I'm bringing McDonald's for one or two of the children and I'm and they're going to sit there and eat it in front of this other child or I'm buying a PlayStation for my child only and the other kids are just going to have to just watch them play like I just don't think you do kids like that and I think that creates a lot of like issues between the children too and I can see why women would get upset about that because the woman is the one who has to then deal with the issues I feel like men who think that this is okay to be like, you know what, I'm only going to do for my child and not for the other. Increase your child support then. Do that. Increase your child support and then you don't have to worry about how the money is being divided up and stuff like that. If the child is with you and only you, you've taken them for the weekend or whatever, you do what you got to do. But when you are bringing something to that home that that child shares with other siblings, be respectful and take care of all those kids. How about if it's like three, four, five other kids? Well, you shouldn't have laid down with some woman with three, four, five other kids. What if he's the first one? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What if he was the first see, one? See, for me, in this situation, I think it would be one of those things. If I was ever in a situation where I, but I also don't date women with kids, though. I, that was like one of my things always. I was like, I won't do it. But I feel like if this is a thing that you're doing, like the men should be coming together and building a community. Like we should all be looking out for each other's kids. Like that's what should be happening. But like if one's not doing something for the kid, like and then you don't do nothing for the kid, then the mom's the only person doing for the kid. It's just, I just, I don't know. I just feel like that is creating issues. And I also feel like this only happens with broke people. Like people with money don't have issues like this. Like I just couldn't imagine doing something like this. And I will say to you guys though, I feel this way and I, I'm not changing on it, but somebody who I was going back and forth with, they said, so Mariah Carey is supposed to get something for all Nick's kids. Yep. And when they said that, I said, okay, maybe I'll change my mind a little bit. Cause they, cause got a lot <laughs> That's what I said. Kids. How about if it's a lot of kids? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, oh, go ahead, go ahead, I mean, I'm sorry. 
I just really think it's a slippery slope. You know, I see both sides and I honestly do. I remember my mother and I were having an argument because I had bought one of my, uh, my little cousin something because I noticed she needed it. Right. And I bought it for her. And, and then her mother was like, well, you know, can you buy another one for the, her sister? And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, I bought it for her because I noticed she needed it. And she was like, well, now they're fighting over it. And I'm like, I don't understand why if it's I gave it to the the one person, you know, and it was like age appropriate. They had different ages, right? They're different ages. So what I gave the girl was age appropriate. It's not age appropriate for the other girl. Right. But now it's creating conflict. Right. So now my cousin's telling me like, OK, well, can you buy another one for the second one? And I said, no, your cousin, <laughs> we, is, your cousin is bald too. No, but yeah, right. But I was like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I spent $60 on this. I'm, I, I'm not going to spend $120 on, on this gift. You know, I, I gave it to her out of the goodness of my heart because when I saw the object, I thought about, oh my God, so-and-so needs this. Right. So this is like a good thing that I tried to do. But then in turn, I, I you know, I was being asked to spend double the money and I'm like, these ain't my kids, <laughs> you know, like I did this to be nice, you know, and me and my mom had a big argument because she was like, you're so selfish. Why would you give one child one thing? And da, da, da. she's like, you don't have siblings, so you don't know what it's like. But I grew up, you know, my mother's one of eight. And she's like, I grew up with a lot of siblings and it doesn't feel good when one sibling gets one thing and the other one doesn't it makes you feel like you're not good enough or you're less than. And I'm like, mom, that is not my responsibility. Right. It's not my responsibility to raise her children. I did something nice for the child. Now, I'm sorry I created issues. You as a mother have two options. You either take it away and say, hey, thank you for giving this to her, but she can't use it. Or, or you buy another one for the other one. She's like, well, why would you force her to go out of her pocket and spend $60 to buy a, a second thing? And I was like, well, she's she's requiring me to do it. She asked me to do it. So why not you do it? Like, or create a system where they're sharing it, right? Mm -hmm. You get it for this amount of time. You get it for that amount of time. But why is it my responsibility to come out of my pocket $60 more when all I was really doing was just trying to be like sweet and I thought about her and it caused a big issue. But then on the other side, I saw my mother's point. I, I'm really down the fence on this. Sometimes it's hard to, it's hard to, to, have to deal with someone else's choices, right? This is a choice you made. This is something you did. You had multiple kids with multiple people. This is your, your, your life. Why do I have to step up for a choice that you made? That's the hard part for me, right? Yeah, I, and I, I think your argument is good. And I, I feel the same way you do too. My whole thing is obligated. That, that's the only thing I'm fighting for is that word. It's not a mandatory thing, just like in your case, meaning it wasn't mandatory. You did something out the kindness of your heart. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm not forcing her to do the spend an extra 60. But yeah, if you want to meet me halfway, please do. Like, because I, I did something I didn't have to do. So it's like, I didn't have to do that. You was going to have to spend 120 period. So I made your job a little bit easier. You know, help me out. One hand wash the other. Um, but, but I think if we co if we coordinated that, it would be better. Like Amina, 
and and I and I don't think you were wrong in that situation at all. Actually, I, I probably would have done it the same exact way. But like in a situation like that now, like going forward in the future, if you were to do ever do something, it's like okay, let's coordinate this. Like, right. and that's what I do with my 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 brother now too. Like I'm like okay, let's coordinate these situations or whatever. You have three kids. Like, what do they want for Christmas? Like, okay, you're getting this, you're getting this. I'll get this, I'll get that. And that way, like everybody's taken care of. Right. And I just feel like that's why I said like with the community, like. It, it, with these men, like they're a part of this community and they can, they could band together. The mom could band together. Truthfully, I really don't understand how people have issues with raising kids like separately co-parent. I don't understand that. I really don't. But well, like, it requires a lot of communication. Like in this particular yeah, yeah. situation, she could have been like, look, let me tell you something. I get that that's your son and you wanted to buy this for your son. But if you're going to do this, can you just do it outside of the household? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, if you want your kid to have McDonald's, take your child specifically to McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Like, how about, remove them how, from the other kids. Or or how about you call me beforehand, going back to your part of a, your story, Mina, how about you just call me beforehand and then we can just go half. You know, yeah, you're yeah. spending, you know, 15, 20 more dollars, but, you know, now, now it's me. Now it's me being a mom or the dad. Now it's my responsibility. Okay, to step up to the plate. Yeah, I didn't want to have to spend ten or twenty dollars, but shit, we we here now because you know I can't let the other kids go hungry, you know, or I can't let them see that there's a difference. And thank you so much for doing your part and putting up more than what you had to do. Yes. But you know, now we came together for something. So I and you know I I was raised by a community going to Dex Point. You know, whether it's my aunts, my uncles you know, my grandma, you know, uh, brother, like it's, I, everybody pretty much shipped in. If, if I had clothes on my back, it wasn't just one person doing that. And you better believe my cousins had clothes too. Even if it wasn't the same thing, they got something, you know, like, you know, okay. I might, might bring my son. He, he, he got a big Mac, but at least he got, you know, uh, two, two, uh, dollar burgers and a fry. Yeah, He got McDonald's too. Like he got, right. they all got right. McDonald's. Yeah. So, you know, in, in, a, in a food situation, it definitely makes a little bit more sense just thinking, you know, if you have 10, 12, 15 hours to spend on McDonald's, especially now because McDonald's is expensive as heck. Um, yeah, you, you can't walk out of McDonald's with less than $10. It's like the new Wawa. But it's like that that can get you a pizza. That can get you two uh, Little Caesars pizzas. Like it can get you more than enough. I'm just, I mean, you talking McDonald's and and Little Caesars. They they like it's a world of difference between the two. One fries, <laughs> one has fries. I'm just saying that the the, the quality level of what we're eating. Yeah. But it's like you know, at least like when it's food, you can look at it that way. Okay, I'll, I'll bring a pizza there, and you know, you make sure you take your two slices, son, and you know everybody do what they got to do. But you know, at least everybody can at least have something so and you're seeing your child too like when you do that like your child knows that you provided that and your child knows that you provided that for the, him him or her and their brothers and sisters and then honestly i feel like the other dads should see that that kind of behavior and be like well you know what let me step it up too because I, I i don't my child didn't go without because of this man and i don't want their child to go without well that's the key right there and uh, you know i don't think anybody should be obligated to provide for any child that that's not theirs, but that it really comes down to the communication of, okay, you, the, a problem has been created. One child has something that the others don't. 
I don't think it's the right tactic to be like, you selfish, you should buy for all the kids. No, he didn't, he didn't make those kids. <laughs> and I feel like this has been such a big topic because of how it was presented to that video is really bad and right. very damaging to like, to my point, really. Like it, it's like, truthfully, like I wouldn't even buy my child nothing if, if, it, if it was that woman. She took the, the food and threw it on the ground and like cursed yeah, them out. Yeah, was- you can't, like, girl, grow up. What you needed to do is say, hey, let me talk to you real quick on the side. I'm like, look, I know these other kids aren't your kids, but they're siblings and they're yeah. under the same household. So I, I need you to be conscious of that. So if you're going to buy the kids McDonald's, you know, maybe ask me like your child McDonald's, like maybe say, hey, I'm getting him McDonald's and he's bringing it home. Hey, and I'll be like, all right, let me cash app you $20, $30 or something. And can you buy for all the kids, you know, if you're going to bring it here or if not, just be like, Hey, just keep your son, go and take him directly. You take him So the other kids don't have to see it. And then the other thing is you should then go to the parents or, you know, the father or mother of the other kids and be like, Hey, I want to take the kids to McDonald's. Can you please send me some money? You know, like if you don't have the money to put it up, that's really, that's really how that's handled. And I know it's complicated but it's like okay you decided to have these kids with all these different people so your resolutions are going to be complicated but Mm -hmm. you can't obligate someone to provide for something that they did not create for example like a playstation how about that you buy your kid a playstation and then the kid's you know brother breaks it what happens or it, it, are the or or it, are his brothers allowed to play? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, or who who gets the playing time? Like, it's your PlayStation. You know, should should you be? You want to play five hours and only give your brother one hour? Like, yeah. how do you divvy that up? I mean, technically, it's his PlayStation, right? So but how do you divvy that up? So that's that that was going to go to my next point. I think that's an excellent question right there. So no matter what, you know, when you're raised in a household with other people, you're forced to share certain things, certain days. As the person that's running that household, know whether this situation happens or not, whether it starts young or happens later, you have to be able to let people know that some 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 things aren't for you at certain times. You know, when it when it comes to like birthdays and stuff, like I know kids that I was actually, I remember crying at my brother's birthday because he was getting all the gifts. It's like, I'm wrong, you know? And I had to be told that, like, I'm not supposed to be getting any gifts. Nobody's supposed to be buying extra gifts for me because I don't like that he's getting all the gifts and it's unfair. It's really not unfair, but that's a moment that we have to, you know, regardless of this food situation, it's going to happen. So those moments you have to work out anyway, hey, this is for your brother. You know, like I said, it may not be the food, but you know, if 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 he gets a basketball jersey, you guys aren't passing around a basketball jersey, or at least you shouldn't want to, right? But you know, that's not the thing. It's hey, this is this is for your brother. That's it. Like, you know, don't complain about that because it's going to be a day where you're going to be getting something your brother isn't. Like there has to be some type of rules and fairness that everything just isn't always about you. Sometimes it is on a single person, but everybody will have that day. You know, when someone graduates school, like, yeah, you're not, everybody's not getting a graduation present. That's not, that's not fair. You know, you're not sharing the light to this person. Like it's not always about you. So the actual situations 
come up regardless if it's if it's like this with food it's going to come up in a household when you have siblings or people living and have and having to share and i think that's a great point with the with the with the playstation um essentially that's everybody's playstation unless you keep it at your house as a father right, right. you know that that's it's everybody's here to everybody's yes i agree. right and 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 the person that purchased it gotta know that too that you can't just be like this is mine no, everybody's going to everybody's going to play it, you know, because I can't expect somebody to buy five of them. You know, that's just ridiculous, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. But again, it comes down to the communication, you know, like the, the mother or the father saying like, hey, just understand that we share in this house. Right. right. So if if you're buying a PlayStation for your son, just understand that his siblings are going to be playing as well. Just like if his siblings had toys, he would be playing with their toys as well, you know. So I think I saw like another post where there was a father that was upset because he had bought the PlayStation so he could play with his son, right? Through like whatever game where you can play people. And then the mother was like, oh, well, uh, his brother is playing right now. So you have to wait because it's his brother's turn to play. And the guy was like, I bought that PlayStation for my son so I could play with him when I want. It's like a bonding experience. We're not in the same house, but we're- you can't control my house, so you can't control what goes on in my house. See, there's another thing. It's like it's like a slippery yeah. slope, you know. So it's like, are we sharing? Are we not sharing? You know. When the, when the kid is at your house, then you guys know that that's your bonding time that y'all can play together. When he's here, maybe y'all can, maybe y'all can. It depends. Maybe you can coordinate the schedule with his other brother. It's I really just communication is very easy for me. Yeah. I just don't really understand how people have such a hard time co-parenting. I really and, don't. And, and once again, Dex, you, you you hit the nail right on the head. As a father, I guess you have to go and create that schedule and let everybody know what it is, put it up on the board, you know, and you stick by it. But also, once again, those are situations where now everybody has to share. So even that kid, right? I know he's a kid, but those are teaching moments. Hey, look, you know, let him play for a couple hours. I know you're playing right now, right? But let him play right now. It's going to be, you can have it for the next three days when, you know, but yeah. Let, let him play right now for a Is couple situations happening. Yeah. Right. And it's it's more so, you know, just just sharing it, you know, and teaching yeah. people how to share and not saying, well, it's mine. Like I've been in all these situations. So like I'm like replaying everything to see how it went and then how it possibly could have went. And more so is literally like I remember getting beat for certain things because just being flat out wrong and selfish and vice versa, whether it's my brother or my cousin, because it's like, yeah, you have you have to share things. It's not just yours when you're in a household. I don't care if it's in your room or not. It's not just your video game. Yeah. yeah, but what's the messaging there? Is it it's yours and you're sharing or is it it's all of us? It's the house item. Like, what is the messaging? I, I think it's a mixture of both, right? So even in even in my circle, because it, it don't make sense, especially now how expensive these video games are, right? And especially if you're buying it for kids around the same age, let's say you're eight to nine years old, I'm not going to buy two different things, right? So if if uh, aunt or uncle or this person's you know sister or whatever the case buys it for one, you have to know that that has to be shared. Is it yours? essentially right okay cool you 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 may get first dibs but you're sharing no matter what you know because what if somebody else buys a game for your brother 
and you actually want to play that game, but you have the system. And what, like, you have to share no matter what, no matter what. You have to right. pass that controller over. It has to be, you know, and I guess to make that easier as well, instead of having it in your room, you have it on, uh, like, Deliver Room TV or something like that, where it's not in anybody's sole possession. And, you know, you guys have to play together. You guys and girls have to play together. So it's, 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 Going, it's definitely communication decks and being stern with something and letting kids know this is for everybody. And whoever purchased that, this once it hits this door, this is for everybody, especially yeah, something, something that you can't split in half. And this that's is what I was gonna say. Family. It depends on what it is because with the food situation, I do think that woman was out of pocket. It's not that obligate that man's obligation to feed your other kids. But when it comes to like a PlayStation, like an object, it is something that needs to be shared because it stays in the house. You know, so everything like to your point, Dex, is about communication and not being upset. Like, you know, like, okay, they're your kids. Obviously it's gonna hit home. You're gonna be affected by it. But it's like, it's they're not his kids and you can't expect him to provide for children that are not his you know and it's a matter of a simple communication it, it's your it's your job to provide for those kids not that man that didn't make them so it's like i think that's a, you know i i understand why a woman would be upset because you're making her other kids feel like they're like not good or you know it's it's messed up to do that to the other kids you know but you also don't know a, another man's financial situation like this goes from me buying my kid a $15 meal to me spending $60 in McDonald's because I got to feed three kids. Yeah. I didn't sign up for that. I, these ain't my kids. I ain't got it in my budget. You know, you don't, I, I just think it's unfair to have that expectation from someone. And I think it's better to just communicate a little bit better and like find a resolution. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, if I was in that position, you know, as her, she was on the other foot, it's either, yeah, you're taking this food back or, I'm just going to eat it. Nobody's going to have it. I'm I mean, if it. I were her and that happened, I'd be upset, right? I'd be like, okay, why would you come in here with food and not, and then have your kid eat in front of the other kids and not have any, right? But then now I got to resolve the issue. So the resolution is you tell the father like, hey, this creates a problem in my household. Now, I, I, I thank you for taking care of your son and, and, and feeding him. But, you know, moving forward, can we just communicate a little bit better? Maybe you just take him on your own and you feed him and the other kids don't got to see. Or if you're going to McDonald's and you don't have time to sit there and you, you, you know, you got to bring it back with food. Just give me a heads up and I'll send you money and you can pick up kids food for the other kids as well. But this is not a re resolution. One kid eating and the other one's not eating and staring. That's not an option. And, and 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 that's something that like you know you get your point across too where the look on his face i know would have been crazy if she called the kids down i don't know how many kids she had but let's say it's four right she called the other three down and she literally broke everything up in four equally that would be terrible no and, you and, and it's like and it's like well, look 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 what you know well she she gave everybody something but it's like look it's not like you can't put me in that situation to give everybody like, don't do that. Just, just you can't get... divvy up what someone else bought for their kid like that. Like, hell you can. Yeah, it's you not like a sharing can. situation. It's gone once it goes. Like that's what I mean. It's like, well, you can't. Like, you know, if that—that's if you 
want to that's prove extreme that. that's like throwing it on the floor like that's ex- nah, that's not the resolution i'm gonna need you to door dash yourself some mcdonald's girl and you know resolve the issue momentarily and then have a long-term discussion with the father of your child saying look moving forward we, we just can't do this i don't know i mean in that specific situation though garnett might have the best answer because like in the video the before she threw it on the ground she's like my food stems don't come to the so there was no door dashing happening there. Oh, like, like that was it. Like, and then and then she threw the food in the ground. I'm like, so you mean to tell me that not only will the kids not eat, but you won't either? Like, there's no money coming into this household. Like, I just, I don't, I just couldn't be. Cool. So I you can't reach out to the other kids' fathers and be like, hey, can you send me twenty dollars for McDonald's? Like, like what? Oh, here she go begging again. Then you just. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, Dex, well, if you can't afford it, why you got all these damn kids? Like, why, I don't understand why. Never mind. I don't, never mind. I'm good. I, 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 that's a whole nother conversation. Right, I, right. <laughs> well, on next week's episode of the House Podcast, I, I just cannot. I can't. If you can't afford it, you can't you can't expect someone to afford it for you or give you the money to afford it. Like, and, and, and guess what's cheaper than McDonald's? Condoms. Thanks. Well, on that note. Oh, oh no, I don't know, bro. Condoms is high. Three pack of condoms. Okay, bye, y'all. And that is the 226th episode of the Meanest House podcast. I mean to say what? Garnet Briscoe. Dex Ducky. We will talk to you next week. <laughs>